Welcome to the Bottle Poppin' Podcast, where Meg and Heather share their love for oils, friendship, and entrepreneurship. Let's get it poppin'. Hi, everyone. This is Meg. Hi, this is Heather. And we are the Bottle Poppin' Podcast. So what are we popping today? We are going to pop open a topic today. We are going to talk about our favorite essential oil resources. Yes, I think this is such a good topic. I get asked questions all the time about how I know all the things. And the answer is, I don't know all the things. We have amazing resources. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So yeah, I think this is going to be really helpful for people. So Heather, you want to go first? Maybe we like ping pong back and forth on our favorite resources that work for you. Yes, it does. And I think, you know, we were just discussing that resources means multiple things. I think my first thought when we started discussing resources was books. But at the same time, I think it's a little more open-ended to that. So we'll we'll progress to that. So I tend to use three different resource books. The first one that I use is one called Modern Essentials. I think they sell this at convention each year. And I think that's when I was initially exposed to it. But it seems like a popular one that a lot of people will refer to. It's pretty thorough as it tells you about each individual oil. There's a section for the essential oils that are single oils. And then there's a section for the blends. And then in the back, there is a section where any ailment that you can possibly think of, it will tell you diffuser blend or a topical blend or what oils are most appropriate to support that issue. So it's a great resource to be able to look up a certain ailment and then have a list of oils that are good for that. Yeah, I think this one is the perfect resource for somebody who's analytical and likes data and doesn't necessarily want like fluff and pictures and stuff like that. This one's really straightforward. It was actually the first resource book that I was referred to when I started with doTERRA and is still like my go-to, especially, like I said, if I just want the straight data, this is, you know, I'm looking up a very specific thing it really is helpful and useful to have. Well, and as you say that too, there's a lot of scientific information in this Mm -hmm. book. It talks in the back, there's a whole section on chemical constituents. So all of the different properties that make up the essential oils and why they do what they do. Uh, There's dilution charts in here. So I agree. This is a very well-rounded, thorough book. There's a lot of information in here, but it feels easy to digest and go through as well. It doesn't feel like it's, so scientific that it's hard to process the information. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. So on doTERRA's website, which is another huge resource Mm -hmm. of mine, and it's an easy one for people to seek out, but doTERRA is pretty specific on the way they word things so that they can avoid any problems with claiming one thing that the FDA does not find a reasonable claim However, these books have a little bit more freedom to say what they want to say. And so there's a lot of verbiage that you'll find in these books that they just say what they think it uh, is good for. And it's not necessarily a word that you might find on doTERRA's website, but this is one that they feel they have, I assume, scientific proof to (laughs) say that this treats this thing. (laughs) It talks a lot about historical uses. And I guess that's where I said scientific proof is there are a lot of pages in here where when it's talking about certain oils, it'll talk about the historical uses for that oil. 
um, over time in history. Well, and actually, so in, I don't know what version this one is, I've got in my hand right now, but it's the the 10th edition, but they have, I would say, close to 50 pages at the back of um, actual medical studies as well. Excellent. So they reference the actual studies. So yeah, definitely science-based. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this one does come with an app as well. I've never used the app. I'm a page turner person. I'm sure it would come in handy if I needed it on the run, but I do not have the app for this one. I'm pretty sure I have the app for this one, but for some reason, I like the book more. I think because it's so heavy in content, it's, I, for, I, I just personally feel like it's easier to look at the book versus app. It's also easy to be able to kind of help somebody if they have a question. I feel like Mm -hmm. if they ask a certain thing, I can look it up and, you know, just either like screenshot a a recipe or something. I guess you could do that through the app too, but it feels really easy or to, to save a recipe for myself or, or something. I feel like it's easy just to kind of take a picture of, of something from the book as well. Yeah, totally agree. So the next one that I'm going to bring up is the advanced oil magic. And so it's interesting the way you described the first book, the modern Mm -hmm. essentials, because, you know, if you were looking for, you know, pictures and stuff like that, this one doesn't necessarily, it's not fluff like that, but they definitely have a little bit more of a a whimsy feel to this book and the the way they do have pictures associated with certain blends and then they have uh, our different oils. And then they have all kinds of recipes in this book, more kind of fun things. And then they have the top uses for the oil. They do go into the main properties of the oil, the chemical constituents, uh, a list of different uses. And both books do talk about safety. So the page I opened to talks about being aware of sun exposure if you apply this oil topically. So I think that that is good too. Yeah. And that one is actually my favorite book. <laughs> Because it is, it's, it's got some whimsy, it's got pictures, but it still has all the facts as well. And so this is my favorite resource. This is one that every year I get the latest update of. I don't do that with all the books, but every year there's new oils that come out. So it's good to have at least one reference book that has the latest information. And this is my go-to because... I like the way it's laid out. It's easy to read, but it still has all the deep science as well. It does. I don't feel like it has as many protocols as Modern Essentials does. I feel like in the back, when you're looking up particular ailments or issues, there's not quite as many to choose from. So I will grab this book because I feel like the way it lays out the protocol is very simple. It tells you what what the issue is the description of the issue, the suggested duration of how long you should be taking the oils for, the oils that it suggests to use, how to use them, if there's any supplements that it suggests, and then a couple of uh, things that you can use for additional support. It's very, very clear, Mm -hmm. but there's not as many options for it. So I will look at this one. And if I don't find what I'm looking for, then I end up back at Modern Essentials. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So my last book one, and then I don't know if you have any additional ones, is the Essential Emotions book. I will say this was not one that I thought that I was going to care much about. I definitely don't fall very far into the woo category. And I thought this one was going to be a lot more of just kind of, 
I don't even know how I want to describe it. I thought it was just going to be like throwing stuff at the wall and it was mm-hmm. just guessing of this, this seems like this type of oil. So we're going to associate it with this emotion. However, I will say there are so many times that I will intuitively choose an oil without even knowing why I want that particular one. And after I've used it and had success with it for whatever thing I was working with, I would go and look up what the emotion property is in this book. And it would be dead on for for what I needed it to be. My best example is when my dog died and I felt like I was reaching for breathe. And I think breathe helps you kind of catch that breath. But at the same time, I felt like it was just something that I was really gravitating to for a while for those couple of weeks afterwards. And then when I came and looked up the first line here, it says that breathe addresses the inability to let go of grief and pain. What? Right. So cool. I didn't even know that. (laughs) So here I was using this oil more for kind of the actual respiratory side of it. And it had an associated emotional benefit that I didn't even realize. And that is not the first time that's happened. So I love this book now. And I think it's been really fun to reach for an oil and then go look up what the emotion is. And it is pretty right on every single time. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is I had a similar, well, like everything you said, similar, like I was not super woo, didn't think I would use this book that much. And my big aha was the day my brother-in-law passed away unexpectedly. I was just overcome with grief, cried a ton. And whenever I cry a lot, I would get a headache and did all the things I would normally do for a headache and nothing was helping. And then I intuitively reached for deep blue and rubbed it on the back of my neck to relieve my headache. And it, like before I even put it on my body, just smelling it, my headache started to go away. And Deep Blue has to do with like releasing pain and everything. And it actually in the body of it talks about pain with grief as well. And I was just shocked. And it was also the only time I've ever smelled an oil and had a headache go away. Normally, I would have to apply it. And I did apply it as well, but it was like instant. It was so crazy. So yeah, I love this one. But actually, what I like even more than this book is the app. The app for this is amazing. (laughs) And I use it all the time because uh, both the book and the app connect emotions to the oil and then also to body parts. But in the app, you can literally go to my ankle hurts, click on ankle, and then it will list out uh, both emotions that get trapped in the ankle as well as what oils to use. And so I've actually used this with clients. And I said the ankle one specifically, because I had a client who had random pain in her ankle that she couldn't get rid of. And so I looked it up and it had to do something with um, like feeling control and mother issues. And at that time, she was arguing with her mother about you know control issues. And so it was crazy. And so we used the oil to help to release the control issue emotions. And um, the app is just so cool and so easy. And and it does have a cost. I want to say it's $14.99, but 100% worth it. And once you purchase the app, anytime there's new oils, it automatically gets updated. So you always have the latest information on it. And so, so worth the money for you to download that app. 
So that fourteen ninety nine is a one time fee. It's not yearly. I believe is. so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. does sound worth it. I don't have that, but I like the fact that you can kind of almost work backwards with the information mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with her, I never would have been like, oh, your ankle hurts. What emotions are trapped there? You know, but the app just makes it so easy to connect the dots and even has, and the book has this too, like affirmations that you can say while applying the oil or smelling the oil. But it's really, really cool. Even if you're not into the woo stuff, it's really cool to use this app or this book. Especially when you have the revelation of it, like just being so timely like that too. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three big books. Do you have any additional books as resources that you use? So the other big book that I have that I use often is called The Essential Life. And so this one, um, this one I would describe as like a magazine because it's totally filled with pictures and it still has all the same information that the other books we've mentioned have, but it also has like a whole section on women's health or on mood. Um, let's see, addictions, limbic system. So it's all kinds of different things. And it's filled with recipes, both like recipes for food that you can use oils in, as well as like how to make bath bombs. Or I've had before a get together with my local doTERRA people, and we made chocolate truffles for Valentine's Day with essential oils and the recipes came from this. So this is, like I said, it feels like a magazine. I feel like it's more of a fun resource, but if you are into like the visual resource, this book is amazing for that. And then one other book that I use, and honestly, I don't love it, but it's the only book I have on this topic. Although I will say the Essential Life book has a small section for this, but I have a book called Spoil Your Pet and it's SP and then Oil Your Pet. And so it's using essential oils for pets and it's written by two veterinarians, which is cool. But this book is not very easy to use. Mm. Um, I'm sure there are better options out there. So if you're listening to this and you know of the better option, <laughs> please let me know. But but I have used this. So like our dog will get, uh, she had horrible hot spots last summer and I was able to find a recipe for a balm that had essential oils and then also had a base of, I want to say beeswax and coconut oil. And so I was able to mix that up and apply it because it was thicker consistency. It kind of stayed on the spot. So it's it's good. It's got good information. It's not easy to use. Like things aren't in alphabetical order. It, I always have to feel like I have to pin through every page just to be able to find the right page of what I'm looking for. So not the best resource, but at least it is a resource for those of us who have pets. And it's specifically for dogs and cats. Thank you. And that's definitely a topic that I don't feel as confident as I would like to on Mm -hmm. is oils and pets. I feel like I know what I can safely diffuse around him or, you know, how much or leaving doors open, what I can, what I can put on him, stuff like that. But in regard to what would work for what, I don't assume that it's the same as humans all the time. So I probably would like to get a resource for that too. Yeah. Well, and I do know actually of a resource. So this is not a book, but there is a virtual class you can take. Um, I don't know what the cost is, but there is a cost associated with it. But there is a woman who online is called the Essential Oil Vet. 
and she has a class that you can take to get all this information and knowledge. And then she also has a paid um, like membership where you can become a member and then have access to all of her resources on her website. So I have considered doing that before because we've heard, I've, I personally have met her, but also I've heard her speak multiple times on stage at doTERRA's convention. And she's just a wealth of knowledge and just really good information, super personable as well, which is nice. Yes, I, I agree. Um, and this is not a book, but this is a resource that I think you have. I think you've had in the past and I've never thought to get it. But don't you have one of those emotion wheels? I do. Yes. And so you want to tell a little bit about how that works? Yeah. You know, what's funny is, so I, I do therapy as well. And last week in my therapy session, my therapist was telling me about this emotion wheel and she's like, I, I'll describe it to you, but I will also email you a link of what this looks like. And I was like, oh, I know what this is. I use this with doTERRA. <laughs> <laughs> and she was amazed that, that we did that, but it's really cool. So basically people have very limited vocabulary for what their emotions are, but our emotions can be broken down a lot further. And so this is a wheel that has three different levels. And in the center, it has basic names for emotions. So let's say anger is one of them. But then from anger, anger can be broken down into all different levels as well. So for example, a deeper level or a subcategory of anger could be frustration. And then from frustration, there's subcategories for that as well. And so when you can look at this wheel and get deeper and deeper to identify exactly what emotion it is you're feeling, then it works really beautifully with that Essential Emotions book or the app that we talked about. And you can look for the oil that specifically targets that because there's tons of oils that will help you with anger. But if you can dial into exactly what type of anger you're dealing with, then you can support your body better as well. And wow. so it's a really cool wheel that just helps you dial into what your emotions are. I think it would be amazing for kids too, just to like have that conversation and help them understand what they're truly dealing with, because just the more we understand our bodies always the better off we are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think just bringing that awareness to people. I know that as I've become more aware of things like that, I feel much more confident and empowered mm -hmm. with just how I move through the day. So that's that, I'm going to look into that just for my kids alone. I think it's helpful too. Thank you. Yeah. And the doTERRA one has two different sides. So one side has all of the angry or sad emotions and the other side all, has all the happy, good emotions. So even with that, like I'm happy, but maybe more specifically, I'm joyous. And maybe more specifically than that, there's, you know, some other emotion. And so again, it can help you either to define where you are, or if you want to use an essential oil to get you to that joyous state, then you could look at the wheel, figure out where you want to go, then look up the oils that go with that emotional state and diffuse them or put them on your body or whatever you want to do, but it can help you get there. Very cool. Okay, so let's move away from resources that we can hold in our hand. Mm -hmm. um, online, doTERRA is a easy resource. You can go directly to the website and 
look up an oil. It'll give you some basic information about it. However, when you go and type in the oil into the search bar, there's actually a couple different categories that come up. It'll say product, blog, and other. And so the product is going to obviously tell you about the product itself. The blog has all kinds of different um, either studies that have been associated with that oil or fun DIYs that have been used for that oil. So that's a lot of just different things. And then the other same thing has just other categories of that. So you can go on their website and be able to kind of look up either recipes or DIY. I think it kind of breaks it down more specifically once you go on that blog page. But the other resource that doTERRA has, and this is more for members is they actually have free courses that you can take so that you can feel more confident with your oil usage as well. So they have one that's called doTERRA Essential Oil Safety Course. And again, it's free. And then they also have one called the doTERRA Natural Home Edit. The Essential Oil Safety Course is basically talking to you about dilution and the sun exposure and the topical aromatic versus internal use. So it kind of breaks all of that down a little bit more clearly. The natural home edit one is pretty neat because it actually helps you ditch the toxins in your home by telling you what products to replace with what products. So it goes room by room and tells you, you know, if this is the floor cleaner that you're using now, then here is the natural one that you can use instead. What I really liked about this particular thing, though, is that they actually have a section that has commentary from other people that have also taken the course. And so the very last question at the end of each section is, do you have any recipes that we didn't mention? And so, so many people have gone on there and listed their own things that you can kind of scroll through what other people have suggested, too. And there was some pretty neat stuff on there, too. That's so cool. And it's so needed. I, I feel like we don't talk about talk enough about the toxic stuff that are is allowed in our home and in our cleaners and specifically in the US. Toxic stuff that's allowed that's not allowed anywhere else. In fact, this morning I was talking with a nutrition client who has food sensitivities to soy and to gluten. And she was asking me if I knew that a lot of products actually have soy and gluten in them. And I didn't even think about referring her to that, but she is a doTERRA member. So I'm totally going to refer her to that. That's definitely, you know, it, it can get super costly to exchange everything all at once. But going through a course like that and just slowly, like as you run out of Windex, switching over to your own glass cleaner, you know, made with essential oils and natural safe products is really simple to do and just change things out as you get them. Well, and not to plug the loyalty rewards program right now, but I feel like this is a good time to discuss it because if you are wanting to exchange some of the products that you're using in your home and pursue that more natural path, the loyalty rewards program, you can just put, you know, one of those items on each month and that next item, you know, you know that you're going to add it on next month, but you're getting those points back each um, purchase that you make too. That's a podcast we've already done. You can go back and look at that one if you want to hear more about that. But <laughs> that's an easy way to change out those natural products in your home. Yeah. And I'll I'll say as well, go back and listen to our abode podcast because doTERRA's abode line is pretty amazing for home cleaners as well and totally safe. 
things that aren't going to create toxins in your body. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, online, the last resource that I tend to use is Pinterest. If I am looking for a diffuser blend, that is one of the easiest places for me to go because I will either just type in whatever the main oil that I want to use is, diffuser blends, and all kinds of things pop up. And so I just have so many choices. Yeah, no, I love I love Pinterest, especially like you said, diffuser blends. It's so easy to just type in like grapefruit diffuser blend and it will come up with, you know, hundreds of different awesome diffuser blends. So yeah, Pinterest is an awesome place for that. Uh, I also occasionally will do that on Instagram, hashtag grapefruit diffuser blend and just see what comes up. I've but, never thought about that. Thank you. That's because I will hashtag that if I put something, but I right? never thought to go back and look at others. <laughs> Other people also do it. Yeah. Instagram is a search engine as well. Along those lines, though, um, you might be wondering why we're not saying Google, <laughs> because I think most people and for most things, I would use Google as a search engine. But Google is really not a good search engine for essential oils. So a little over five years ago now, the FDA really came down on what's allowed to be said and what's not allowed to be said online about essential oils. Because if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that there is a huge difference in quality of essential oils for doTERRA versus some other companies. And so um, before the FDA came down on this, it would like websites would say all kinds of things and it wouldn't clarify what essential oil companies they were using. And so now there's a lot of stuff you're not allowed to say online. And the FDA specifically went after some of the the bigger companies that had broader reach and asked them to take things offline. Um, And that's why books are so useful. But at this point, if you Google something about essential oils and find an article online, if it's popping up, it's a good chance that it's probably not the best resource. And that's why the FDA hasn't already asked them to take it down. Like it's too small for them to care about, but it's not, it's not a good place to get information about essential oils. So for sure, using these resources, we're talking about these books or, you know, for diffuser blends, that, that type of stuff, it's a little easier, but don't just Google such and such ailment and essential oils, because you're not going to get good information. Well, and that is also the purpose of Meg and I. So we are wellness advocates through doTERRA because we are also a place of reference and resources for you. So by all means, we're, you know, slowly educating on the different oils as we go. But if you ever have a specific question, we would love to be able to help you through that. So those that every third Thursday, we have the ask us anything and you come on and spend 30 minutes with us and we can answer any questions that you have. You can reach out to us um, on Instagram at Bottle Poppin Podcast. So, you know, use us as a resource as well. We are we have all these resources in front of us. And so we want to help you too. We don't expect everybody to have all these same resources either. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Reach out to us. But it's something that both Heather and I are passionate about is, you know, sharing this education, sharing this knowledge and helping people feel confident and empowered to use their oils for their own benefits. So definitely reach out. All right. Well. I hope that you guys have 
learned something new. I hope that you are out looking for resources in the show notes for this. I will drop links to different places that you can buy these resources as well, or just reach out if you have questions. So thanks so much for taking the time to listen. And as always, we'll have a brand new podcast coming out next Friday. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, you can follow these bottle popping ladies at bottlepoppinpodcast.com. Tune in next week to learn about what bottle we're popping. Until next time, take care. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease.